welcome to the Sisters for Prevention Breast Cancer Resource Podcast and YouTube channels. I am your host, Judy Fitzgerald, and it is my great pleasure to bring you the latest information and strategies for breast cancer survival and prevention. I am a 12-year breast cancer survivor living with NED, no evidence of disease. My passion is supporting the primary prevention of breast and ovarian cancers. It is my great honor to serve as a consumer advocate for the breast and ovarian cancer vaccines developed by Dr. Vincent Tui at the Lerner Research Institute at the Cleveland Clinic in Ohio. 2021 was an exciting year for breast cancer. It was the year we launched the phase one clinical trial for the first preventive breast cancer vaccine. This vaccine is presently being tested on recently diagnosed triple negative breast cancer patients who have completed treatment. Our goal is to prevent recurrence in these patients. Sadly, triple negative breast cancer is the most lethal form of the disease and has the highest probability for recurrence within the first five years. So what's next? We will need support to complete all phases of the clinical trials to obtain FDA approval. Once the vaccine is proven safe and effective, the Cleveland Clinic has partnered with the Nixa Bioscience and their CEO, Dr. Amit Kumar, to commercialize the breast and ovarian cancer vaccines and make them available for use. For all things breast cancer and to remain updated on the vaccine's progress, please visit my website, www.sistersforprevention.com. That's www, the number four, sistersforprevention.com. And now it is my great pleasure to bring you today's program. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to today's program. Well, I've been sort of on vacation for a couple of weeks, not really a vacation, but a very pleasant occurrence in my family. I just celebrated the birth of my third granddaughter. And so I was blessed to be out in San Francisco for several weeks with my younger son and his and his lovely wife and to welcome our third granddaughter. So I didn't really get much time or did I focus on my podcast. So I thank you for coming back and it's good to be back. So this is the sixth in the series of cancer prevention strategies through diet and lifestyle. Today's focus will be addressing the challenge of adding more fruits and vegetables to your diet. A lot of you would like to do this, but it's sort of puzzling to think, how can I do this? And is there a plan that will help me do this? So I'm going to try to give you a plan. As we know, recently, there has been more and more emphasis on following a plant-based diet for cancer prevention, but not only for cancer prevention, you know, for better health. Obviously, if a plant-based diet is not an option for you, There are strategies you can adopt to add more of these antioxidant-rich foods to your daily routine. 
recent study at Harvard quoted, I'm going to quote them here, the latest dietary guidelines call for 5 to 13 servings of fruits and vegetables a day, which amounts to two and a half to six and a half cups. For a person who needs 2,000 calories a day to maintain their weight and health, this would translate into nine servings or four and a half cups per day. And they prefer to see this broken down into two cups of fruit and two and a half cups of vegetables. Of course, fruit is good for us and full of antioxidants. Of course, fruit does contain a certain amount of sugar. So they don't want you to get all of your servings from fruit, but with added vegetables as well. This amount can seem overwhelming at first, but once you understand the serving size that they recommend, it doesn't seem so challenging. So what is the actual recommended serving size? A simple strategy for measuring a serving size is to visually estimate the amount of fruit or vegetable that would fit in the palm of your hand. So if you look at the palm of your hand, a not equal size, but a square. And if you can picture the amount that would fit in the palm of your hand, that would be the amount that they're counting as a serving of fruits or vegetables. So it's not as much as you might think. Here are some examples of portion sizes. One small glass, three quarter cup or six ounce of 100% fruit or vegetable juice. Now this is no added sugar. This is pure vegetable or fruit juice. Another example would be one medium-sized piece of fruit, like an orange, a small banana, or a medium-sized apple. And again, what does medium-sized look like? Look at the palm of your hand. One cup of raw salad greens. Salad greens are an awesome choice because they not only provide antioxidants and lots of uh, B vitamins, but they also burn calories. And so you're sort of getting a double bonus. Another would be a half a cup of cooked vegetables or a half a cup of cut up fruit or vegetables raw. A quarter cup of dried fruit. Now this is really important. Uh, The reason it's a smaller serving is because dried fruit by its nature has more sugar. You also should look for dried like cranberries and raisins that are only sweetened with apple juice. These can be found uh, on the internet and they're quite uh, reasonably priced, but please check that there's no preservatives, particularly sulfur, and please make sure that there's no added sugar. The last on the list is a half cup of cooked beans or peas. What about a plan? How can you accomplish these goals on a busy schedule? So I'm going to share with you some simple strategies that I adopted to easily achieve these daily recommendations. So the first thing that I do is I try, when I want a snack, I try to make my snack in the morning and in the afternoon include a fruit, a serving of vegetables. I grab an apple or banana on my way out the door if I'm going out. I make a smoothie in the morning with one cup of frozen organic mixed berries. Now berries are a fruit that are very low in sugar, but high in antioxidants. And to this, I add a handful of organic spinach, getting my folic acid and my B vitamins, 
some fresh ginger, and turmeric. Now you'll need a very high-powered blender for this, and there are many reasonable priced ones on the market. But if smoothies are not your thing, just simply have a cup of mixed fruit. But be sure to include berries for the high antioxidant. So this starts your day with two servings already. So I said that I would do a snack in the morning and in the evening, both including a fruit or vegetable. So my morning snack, I usually have uh, an apple with peanut or almond butter. Now lunch, I love to have a big salad for lunch. However, I often just want to have something different, like a sandwich. I always add lettuce and tomato to my sandwich. One option that I really enjoy is a grilled veggie sandwich on whole wheat flatbread or Ezekiel pocket bread. My favorite is to stir fry mushrooms, green and red peppers, and onions, and absolutely delicious. I like to put mustard on my sandwiches because mustard, as you know, includes the valuable herb turmeric, and I try to include that as much as possible. My salad, in addition to including all organic ingredients, I sometimes will add avocado, and very rarely do I add some goat cheese. If you're a cheese lover, if you know and have heard my other podcasts, you know that I do not use any dairy products that are from cow milk. So if you are really craving cheese, I would try goat cheese. And of course, making sure that it is from a pasture-raised source. I know what you're thinking. Salad preparation is time-consuming. So I bought this huge rectangular plastic container. I would have preferred glass, but there wasn't one out there. And then on Sundays, I go to the store, buy all my greens and my salad ingredients, and I wash it all. I let it dry on the counter so that there's no chance of mold and chop it all up. And I have a delicious salad ready to grab and eat every day of the week. That usually will last me about about four days. I know salad dressing can be a big source of calories. So a simple thing is to just drizzle organic olive oil and balsamic vinegar on your salad. The olive oil is important because olive oil helps you to absorb the nutrients from your veggies and the balsamic vinegar adds flavor as well as alkalinity. There are also many good organic dressings available at Whole Foods or there's lots of really healthy and easy recipes if you choose to make your own. Another strategy is to snack on raw veggies instead of chips or candy, which is probably a no-brainer. Another strategy is to snack on raw veggies instead of potato chips or candy, which I'm sure you know is a no-brainer. You can also snack on raw nuts and dried fruit. And again, qualifying that the dried fruit is not sweetened with sugar or not preserved with sulfur. I also sometimes make my own trail mix with the dried fruit and nuts, raw nuts, so that I don't have to purchase it. It is more economical, and also I know the ingredients are pure. We also have each evening two vegetables with dinner, and I don't mean a potato and a veggie. I mean two green, orange, yellow vegetables. The more color on your plate, the better. 
I love sweet potatoes. And I do make my own sweet potato fries um, simply by cutting up the potatoes in my food processor, um, tossing them with a little bit of pure coconut oil, pure unrefined coconut oil, and sea salt. Bake them for half an hour at 400 degrees, and you have a yummy, not only side dish, but snack. You can add some pepper to that if you want to spice them up a little bit. I've also added some chili powder sometime, and I've also added some red pepper sometimes. So when you are thinking of baked goods, it's important to make your own or to buy them from a reliable source where you can read all the ingredients. Remember, the rule of thumb is the more ingredients, the less healthy it is. So just to be easier, I have very simple recipes for my own banana bread, cranberry bread, blueberry baked, baked donuts. Look that up. I never knew you could bake a, be, make a baked donut, but they are quite delicious. And you could easily get the donut pans um, online. Unfortunately, store-purchased baked goods, particularly muffins, are loaded with sugar and preservatives. So it's worth taking a little time to make your own. Again, you know, make one batch. One particular uh, recipe I have for blueberry whole grain donuts will make about eight donuts. And depending if it's just my husband or I, and I, I'll freeze some of them. If my grandchildren are coming over, then, you know, obviously eight would probably be a family dessert. I also use sprouted wheat flour because the sprouted flour keeps more of the grain of the plant. So it's more of a plant-based flour and therefore a better choice. One thing I've picked up, one habit I picked up from my granddaughters actually, is they love to snack on raw tomatoes. If you get the little organic tomatoes, multicolored tomatoes uh, at BJ's or even any grocery store, they are very sweet. You'll be surprised how much sweeter the organic ones are than the conventional because they're allowed to mature on the vine and ripen on the vine. This is important for men especially because tomatoes contain a great deal of lycopene and lycopene is important to help reduce the risk of prostate cancer. Another interesting fact is that lycopene functions a bit like tamoxifen in blocking estrogen metabolism. So uh, just a snack of organic mini tomatoes that are sweet, my grandchildren call them candy, and will satisfy your hunger. And my last tip for today is, if possible, purchase a juicer or purchase fresh vegetable juice with nothing added. I do love my juicer as I use the pulp extracted, extracted to make soups, muffins, and breads. My choice was a Green Star Juicer Model 2000, but there are several affordable models. One of my favorite juice recipes is carrots, kale, celery, cucumber, and beets. However, again, I've told you about my morning smoothie. Juicing is a little bit more time-intensive if you're newly diagnosed with cancer. It's more important for you to take the time to juice, as you'll read about in mass media, but if you have at least the time to make a smoothie with good ingredients, that'll go a long way. The takeaway from today's session is baby steps. Don't look at it and become overwhelmed. Once you get started adding more fruits and vegetables to your diet, you will be amazed how easy it will become 
but more importantly, how much better you'll feel. So I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Thank you for your continued support. So till next time, stay safe, stay healthy, and may God bless. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or on Feedspot.com. Your feedback is important in helping us select topics for future podcasts. To stay updated on the latest news about the vaccine clinical trial, please subscribe to my website, www.sistersforprevention.com. That's sisters, the number four, prevention.com. Also, please note that the topics discussed on this site are not meant to be used in lieu of medical advice. I am not a medical professional, nor do I claim to be. I am merely sharing what I have learned from personal experience, discussions with fellow survivors, and many hours of research. So for now, I'll leave you with my mantra, cancer is a word, not a sentence. So may God bless you and keep you till next time. Thank you.